this evening, I'm going to be talking with Dr. Eduardo Pereira, who is a vet here in Vientiane. So as part of the Wellsprings Careers Advice for Young People, we're trying to interview people in lots of just different, uh, different and interesting fields of work to give them ideas about what it's like working in that field and how they can get a career in that uh, job of choice. So firstly, thank you so much for agreeing to speak with me today. It's really helpful. Um, I can also say that uh, Dr. Eduardo is my pet's vet and he's fantastic. So uh, anything he has to say, you should listen to and pay good attention. So we have some questions from the teenagers from the Wellspring. Some of our key members have sent questions ahead of time. So uh, would you like to say anything first before I start with the questions? Yes, I would like to say hello to them. I would like to meet them in person. Right now. Yes, well, hopefully we can do that. Absolutely. When when we can all meet in person again, it would be wonderful to have an actual face to face meeting. Um, I think they would love to meet you. OK, so I think a good opening question, uh, one they asked is uh, what why did you choose to be a vet? What was your motivation? Yeah, that, that's a good question. And, uh, I think we all vets, we choose this career because we love animals. But at the end, it's not just animals we have to deal with, it's also people and that part usually we don't like. But, uh, but yeah, the fact that I love animals and I love natural science, with biology, chemistry, physics, the, everything conjugated. Yeah, um, it's a perfect fit then for yeah, you. Yeah. And uh, what about your education pathway to become a vet? What what does somebody need to do in order to be able to get into veterinary medicine? Yeah, that's a tricky question because uh, I mean my pathway is, is not that interesting. I am Portuguese. I studied in Portugal. My vet school is in Portugal. I never studied abroad, uh, so it's quite boring and easy um, for a student who lives and in Laos, uh, the path should be different, so they should work at uh, study abroad. Because uh, Laos, they, I think they open a uh, vet school, but doesn't have the best standards. Uh, they should aim for something better. Um, okay. So if the students want to be a vet, if they want to, to study veterinary medicine, they will follow a completely different path than I did. Yeah, well, that's, that's an important tip that studying abroad is a, a good option. And what kind of uh, high school subjects should they study? I guess biology, anything yeah, else? Bio, yeah, the, um, yeah the, like in Portugal, we can choose between three main subjects, either natural sciences, human sciences, and economical science, and the arts as well. Uh, I, I, I went to the, to the natural science. So yeah. I studied physics, chemistry, and biology, and math mathematics. Hardcore. Well, wow. of those interesting <laughs> subjects. Wonderful. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I like this question a lot. They asked, "Could you share an interesting story from your experience as a veterinary doctor?" I imagine you experienced all kinds of crazy and difficult and wonderful yeah. things. That's, I think that's the question I like the less. The, 
because um, I don't know, because uh, some things for me they are normal or natural. So all of those crazy animals I see, all of, I don't know, snakes and and uh, all the reptiles and birds and I don't know, I've seen crazy animals. Uh, yeah. For me, that that's normal or natural. So sometimes I even forget uh, about those crazy stories. Okay. Well, have you ever have you ever been hurt by an animal that you were treating? Uh, no, no. No. Wow. Okay, that's lucky. <laughs> Actually, I was beaten once. The, the only time I was beaten was a cat that was uh, sedated, was uh, sleeping, and I put my finger inside the mouth, and it just closed the mouth like uh, an instinct, okay. and it, it went from here to here. <laughs> so, oh, that's so painful. Were you able to continue the treatment or surgery uh, of the, of the yeah, cat? It wasn't surgery. It was before surgery, but the, at the moment it doesn't hurt. It just start hurting like uh, two hours after, or three hours. Yeah, after. So and possible infection and everything. Yeah. Uh, actually, I didn't take antibiotics. I think so. But it could get infected. Yeah, I I remember my father got bitten by our family cat once years and years ago, and he. He got septicemia from it. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, cats are dangerous that way. Okay, another question. Um, so I think this is quite broad though. What techniques help you assess the health of a pet? So I guess they mean, you know, what are some basic things you do to check how well or sick um, an animal is? Yeah, that's that's the, the main point, the main question of my profession, because everything is about assessing the pet and the diagnosis and of course the treatment but the treatment usually is the easiest part usually the tricky part is to, to assess the condition and then to choose the, the, the different di diagnosis or uh, image or uh, um, to discover or to what's wrong with the pet yeah but we have many tools uh, either we use image we can use an x-ray an ultrasound uh, mri we have all the blood tests to check the kidneys the liver the, the all the organs internal organs uh, there are many 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 tests that, that we can do to, to that's good and how about uh, is technology um, helping you more and more in veterinary veterinary medicine is it an area that's important in your job? Yes, of course, because uh, at least if I compare here in Laos um, and, uh, with any other country in Europe, the, the technology is not at the same level. So, uh, for example, here we still have uh, uh, old x-ray, I don't know what to call it, with the films, uh, so it's not even a digital x-ray. It was the first time in my life I... Oh, I really? Okay. And at the human hospital, I have a friend who uh, he went through surgery here, and even at the human hospital, they don't have a digital X-ray, and uh, it's way, way more complicated to okay. know something just with the with the old X-ray. Yeah. Okay, that's very interesting because I can imagine, um, yeah, having different sets of tools from different eras. It, it, it's jarring, it doesn't make your job easier. 
Um, okay, this is, I guess, slightly tricky question. Uh, they say, what's the most difficult thing in your job? Uh, that's the easiest question. And I think okay. I think all the vets, they have the same idea. Because <laughs> the most difficult part is dealing with people. Because we, we choose this profession because we love animals. And we end up dealing with people's problems. Right, uh, that's people, interesting. When you say people's problems, their, their problems about their pets or other problems as well? Uh, their pets and their lives and okay. all that. So sometimes, you, yes, we need to deal with their personal problems and they, I don't know, we need to okay, that's take care of their issues. Yeah, so you become like a, a pet owner psychologist as well. So um, dealing with the owner's problems, yeah. Do do vets get any kind of support with that? Do you get training for that? The experience, I guess. That's yeah. interesting because I guess you are treating the, the whole package and maybe um, the, the, the owner's reactions or how they're dealing with the situation is more difficult than the actual animal. Yeah, because uh, sometimes they die, sometimes things go wrong, sometimes um, and people the pets, they don't talk and people, they don't know what we do. They don't know backstage. They don't know the, about the surgeries, for example. Sometimes they go wrong, sometimes and they don't understand. And, uh, and then we need to deal with that. And yeah. Also, there's a, sometimes a lot of money involved and it's also an issue. Yeah, that's hard. Pay because the dog died, so they don't want to pay. But the treatment was done, the risks, they were told, they should know about the risks. And yeah. We, we have a lot of problems with I people. bet. I mean, it really, it does sound like um, there's a lot of skills involved. It's not just the scientific side, it is also all these soft skills, the communication skills, yes, and yes. No. even the business skills, yeah, how to manage yeah. uh, the payments and all of these things. Not easy. The medical skills, they are the easiest, to be honest. Wow. Because all of those, because people, they just see the, mostly the soft skills, the way we talk to them, the way we convince them doing this or doing that, or the, so the soft skills, they are not just veterinary medicine, I think a, a bit, um, all the careers, uh, the, the soft skills, they are the most important part. I love that you say that because we focus a lot on that with um, everybody who joins the Wellspring and uh, soft skills. Yeah, I, I totally agree. They're needed in every line of work. Uh, even people who work in automation, uh, they're going to need to interact with others at some point and they, they, they might as well do that well. Yeah, really important point. Um, okay, this question was from one of our uh, members. She asked, do you think Laos is going to need more vets in time? Uh, is it something that's a growing field or how do you see it? Yeah, I mean, the country is growing, so the vets, they will be needed and they are needed right now. Um, of course, uh, if we talk about pets, pets, they are a luxury. So they involve money, responsibility, but the, the country is growing, people is accepting or having more and more the cats and dogs. So as long as it happens, uh, the vets, they will be needed. Yeah. And uh, 
even vets. I mean, our, our career it can it can it can take a completely different paths. And the, the the vets they are responsible for the pets, the dogs and cats, for the large animals. So production of the industry is really needed in Laos because they don't really have pets dealing with the even chickens and the, the pigs, the cows, all of, all of those animals, they need okay. pets. So it is a good profession for them to, to follow because there's going to be a need for it. There's a lack of supply and there's a demand. So yeah, okay. I'm wondering also if um, animal conservation is one of the paths you mentioned. Yeah, that's yeah, because there's a huge need for that here as well. I, I, I know even just uh, looking superficially that there are lots of animal conservation projects in this country. And they yeah. must need vets. Yeah, they need vets. And uh, yeah, our profession involves, it can involve huge, huge different types of jobs or uh, yeah, animal conservation, mm -hmm. production. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. I'd never thought about yeah. how broad a field it can be, actually. You're right, like uh, there's industry and agriculture as well as just people's yeah. pets. Yeah, interesting. Um, okay, another question. This one is also one I'm very interested in, and that's um, how you feel about accepting volunteers or if you take interns, uh, young people who are interested in becoming vets or want to help because they feel that same way about animals. Is that something you're open to? Uh, yeah, this is something I'm open. Uh, we never have here. Uh, I think we never had like um, interns or. Uh, but yeah, it's something that I'm open. Even though Laos is a bit uh, an exception, because load is quite uh, is quite low comparative to other countries. Um, so some days they can be. Uh, very quiet, they can be boring. Some other days they can be crazy, so we never know what to expect. Right, unpredictable. So, yeah, so uh, an intern here, uh, they can find it a bit boring, but uh, okay. this profession is not boring at all. <laughs> There's always new things, new things to learn, new things to do. There is never, the days are never the same. Yeah, I think that, that sounds that sounds appealing. Is it, yeah, Laos is a bit an exception, but yeah, of course I would be I would be glad to to help. Okay. Uh, and what kinds of criteria? What kinds of um, skills or qualifications should somebody have if they if they were trying to be an intern? Intern, at least to, as long as they want to learn. <laughs> they are interested is the, the only skill they, they need of course everything else the soft skills are important to communicate yeah. to, to okay well that, that's interesting team, mm -hmm. important. Um, okay maybe we could, something that we can see in the future if you do ever need any then uh, obviously the wellspring would be happy to find some of the the most motivated and the most hardworking young people who would be interested mm -hmm. Um, I think, yeah, my one final question was, um, are you personally interested in animal conservation? Is that something that you see as part of your career in the future? Or uh, what do you think you, you as a vet would like to be doing, you know, 10, 20 years from now? Yeah, in the past, in the past was something that 
really interests me a lot, the conservation and the, because uh, most of the students who start studying the, uh, the veterinary school, usually they want to work in Africa to save the lions and the tigers. And, uh, but at some point, I realize it is not what I most like to do. Uh, so I don't see me working as a, uh, working with the wildlife in the future. Okay. Uh, my yeah. interest, personal interest is the uh, surgery. Okay. And now I'm a general practitioner. I do anything. But in the future, I imagine me just doing surgery in some hospital. Okay. Yeah, still animal and... surgery. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. the human one, I think I should, I should, I should, um, uh, I, I, I also need, a, I think, uh, some advice in my, for my future and my career. I still don't know exactly what I want to do in the future. <laughs> well, keep listening to our future podcasts. Maybe you'll get some inspiration. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll keep following. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. I'm so glad to have talked with you. And I think this will be really inspiring and insightful for young people to hear about what you do as a vet. Is there any final advice or final tip you would like to give our listeners? Um, yeah about veterinary or anything I will, I will prefer about life yeah do that go so if they want to follow this is veterinary medicine i think they should do it's very interesting it's also very difficult very demanding but at the end i think it is worth it um, okay that's a nice note to, end to, to follow what they want um, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if he's uh, Arts, if it's uh, economic or uh, healthcare, or doesn't matter to, to follow what they want. And if they are good, this sounds kind of cliche, but if they are good, they will have a good career. A good career if they want, if they aim for money, as long as they are good, they will, they will earn as much as they want. It doesn't matter what they do. Yeah, so okay, that's really powerful. Yeah, follow what you're interested in and what you're good at, and it will be easier that way. That makes a lot of sense. Great. Well, again, thank you very much indeed. And um, if anybody is looking for a vet in Vientiane, uh, please don't hesitate to get in touch and we will recommend uh, Dr. Eduardo and your pets will be absolutely fine. No pressure whatsoever, Eduardo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you very much, everybody. Um, I will stop the recording now and hopefully we will see you again soon for another uh, careers advice podcast.